1: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500
2: Welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm your host, Navy veteran Phil Briggs. What you're about to hear is a conversation I had in a TV studio, sitting on a bar stool next to one of my idols. If you could count all the people our next guest has inspired, it would fill stadiums. And in fact, when his band plays, they do fill stadiums. But outside of drums and rock and roll, Rick Allen is an artist that is an inspiration to veterans everywhere. Because like many of our wounded heroes, he too has recovered from a life-altering injury. So it's my pleasure to introduce rock and roll hall of famer Def Leppard drummer, and a guy I'm a big fan of,
3: Rick Allen, Def Leppard. That's cool, man. Thank you. Nice introduction. Thank you, Beautiful.
2: Nice to meet you, buddy.
3: Yeah, and you too.
2: Well, before we get to why you're here, we had a lot to cover. You're mm-hmm. gonna, we're going to talk about the artwork that you have on display. Mm-hmm. we're going to talk about uh, some of the projects you've been involved with that have inspired veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to just kind of start because the incident that kind of makes this significant uh, is something very special to your past. And it's very special to those of us that have followed the band Def Leppard. Mm-hmm. And that is knowing that when you guys were at the top of the charts with Pyromania yeah. uh, 80s, uh, you had a car wreck and it cost you an arm. And as a drummer, you'd think that'd be like the end all be all. But you bring something to the table when you talk to a wounded warrior that is so legitimate. Let's go back a little bit in time and share with me, like, you never once gave up.
3: No, it's, it's true. And, and actually, when I first had my accident, uh, there was an air of... I just wanted to disappear and I didn't want to be around people. And I didn't think I could do this anymore. Uh, but, um, I think, uh, the support of my family, uh, the support of, um, the band, the band were great. You know, they kind of left it up to me, you know, mm. to make the call on, you know, if I wanted to do this anymore, and, and of course, fans from all over the, the globe, you know, reached out and just gave me so much, so much love. You know, I, uh, I, I couldn't ignore that. And then um, that, that feeling of wanting to give up was kind of short lived because for whatever reason, I, I discovered the, the power of the human spirit. And that really, that was a springboard into, I was unstoppable. And um, I think the thing that helped me more than anything was to stop um, comparing myself to how I used to be, and stop comparing myself to others, and um, and kind of realize how unique it was to be to be playing drums the way that uh, that, that I was. Yeah. So it was a combination of things, and um, you know I I I was inspired by the uh, by our warriors uh, sort of quite a bit later. uh, That was uh, 2006. I remember visiting uh, Walter Reed Army Medical, and I saw a lot of suffering, but I also saw a lot of potential, and I'd done a lot of work on myself. So uh, I think they got a lot out of it, and shortly after that, uh, we refocused uh, from uh, general population to really concentrating on vets, and that's when Project Resiliency was born. Mm. And, that, and that was that was something that really focused on, on our vets.
2: And you're so good. I can just tell as an entertainer, you've actually, I don't even have to ask the questions. He's got to ah. the next question every <laughs> single time. That's awesome. Um, I wanna pick up on just one real quick thing you said uh, about recovering and that is you didn't, you stopped comparing your drum style to the way you used to drum. Yeah, And that's something that with our war fighters, it's so cool. You can bring that to the table because I think so many guys end up, you know, after they've been in the mix and you know, they wound up kind of spun up, they come back, they're probably still comparing themselves to them, to their old self. Yeah. And a guy like you can really get in there with some legitimacy and be like, Hey man, I'm not just a textbook. I'm not just a clinician. I've been there and I had to quit thinking I'm going to drum like pyromania and I'm going to
3: Hey, it, create a new sound. It, it still comes up. I mean, you know, there are times when, man, you know, can you imagine how how I could play if I was still like, you know, my old self, my old physical self. But that's short lived these days because then, you know, the compliments I get from the guys in the band and, um, you know, just uh, just doing something um in a way that is unique mm-hmm. um you know the information was there in my head it, it was well how do i how do i channel this H- how do i get everything else else involved and it was really interesting the recovery process i was very uh, i was very uh, um, right-handed uh very uh, right-footed when it came to playing soccer or whatever and then not so long after i got out of hospital i realized that Just naturally, I could kick with my left leg nearly as well as my right. And then all the information is like some of my left hand went into my right hand. So all that information, it was was sort of, I could express myself and it was like hints of what my left hand used to do in all three other limbs. So it was oh, really cool. re- Yeah. It was... Like the
2: brain just sort of takes over.
3: Yeah. And, it was and, like and, a, a, yeah. al- almost like a natural response to, you know, to a traumatic situation. And it was like, you know, don't worry about it. We'll take care of you. And, mm. and, and that was interesting to experience that.
2: And I can imagine the guys at Walter Reed hearing that and going, man, okay, that gives me hope because now I know I'll mm. be able to do something similar, whether it's my leg, whether it's my arm. You know, my brain will rewire and I'll find a new definition of me. Um,
3: new normal. New, uh, normal a, a new normal is uh, it. I've, 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 I've heard that term used. And uh, yeah. Uh,
2: something else I like, because you're a rock star and you got a dark <laughs> sense of humor, uh, is another story I heard. And I know the military veterans, you know, we have a sick sense of humor too. Oh yeah, I know. Um, tell me the story <laughs> about... Uh, the static electricity and like the oh, star god. and, oh, you and guys. like the nurse's leg. Oh or god! Whatever it was. Oh, come god. on, come on! You got to tell me that oh, you like,
3: heard that on Stern. I did. Yeah, I yeah. I did yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, there, like a few a few weeks after I, I came around, there was still like a physical presence, almost like uh, static electricity. But I couldn't necessarily control where where my arm was. It was like I'd wake up in the morning. I'd be you know over here. I'd wake up another time; it'd be over here. So it was just I couldn't really control it. So I remember sitting there and the nurses dressing my wounds, and uh, you know, I, I could feel my arm was misbehaving, <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't do anything about it. So I looked up and I said, uh, "I think, I think my, I think my hand is up your, sc- up your sc- <laughs> And she just looked at me, and she said, I know. Oh, <laughs> she can feel it too. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, it, was, it was really, That's, yeah.
2: Talk about giving a military veteran some hope. No, I... You, I, and, you, and, you, I you'll I, be able I'm, to do that,
3: guys? No, I mean, <laughs> no, the addendum being, you know, it, it really wasn't me. Yeah, right. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was it was just... Uh, but then, uh, unfortunately, after after a few weeks, that static electricity started to shrink back into my body. I still feel, you know, what what the the guys call, you know, phantom phantom, phantom pain. Right? Yeah, I said yeah phantom arm. limb. Phantom yeah, limb. Same thing, um, but it's not an actual physical presence. So, okay. You know, so I was I was lucky to experience that. I mean, the physical presence, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh,
2: you do. You're lucky to experience it. Either oh way. God.
3: It's all good.
2: You're sick. <laughs> They're lucky to experience you when you started out at Walter Reed, and you ended up making Project Resiliency. Uh, we kind of hinted at it earlier. Tell me a little bit about what it is.
3: Uh, Project Resiliency is really, really just uh, concentrating more on the needs of our veterans. Um, It's um, sometimes more alternative uh, ways of uh, helping uh, people to heal. Uh, Equine assisted uh, therapy is great. Um, uh, We've done ropes course, you know, team building exercises. Uh, breathing, meditation, diet is a big one also. Because a lot of the time, um, I find that uh, they're all jacked up on, on, on energy drinks. Uh, and, 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 and what we tried to do... The rippets Yeah, what we tried to do was settle the nervous system by introducing, say, juicing. Or you know, just kind of calming things down a little bit. And the few guys that I know uh, that adopted um, you know some of the uh, some of the things they experienced working with project resiliency, um, they were actually able to re- start to reduce their meds, which was which was really impressive. I'm not'm I'm, I'm not against it. I think I think the meds are important, but you know, it's meant to be more temporary and, and sort of a stepping stone into a sort of a healthier way of life.
2: And we'll be back with more from my conversation with Def Leppard drummer Rick Allen when CBS Ion Veterans returns. Welcome back to CBS Ion Veterans. I'm your host, Navy veteran Phil Briggs. Now, recently, I had a chance to talk with Rick Allen. Most know him as the drummer for the legendary rock band Def Leppard. But less known is his work as an artist. In this next part of our interview, we'll talk about how Rick is using his artwork to help a very special veterans charity. And we'll pick back up at the part of the interview where Rick is talking about how he personally identifies with any combat wounded vet.
3: They were actually able to start to reduce their meds which was which was really impressive. I'm not I'm I'm not against it. I think I think m- the meds are important, but you know, it, it's meant to be more temporary and and sort of a stepping stone into a sort of a healthier way of life. Mm-hmm. And th- and that's kind of what we what we promote.
2: Which is cool because I mean whether it was your injury or just generally being in rock and roll. I mean, we know that's a hazard of that industry. It, it and can people be. people self-medicate. <clears throat> and it's cool to hear it from somebody like you that says, hey, I've also been there. Don't do that.
3: No, or, I mean, or, I, you
2: know, there's yeah. more than a prescription bottle that will help heal you.
3: No, it's true. It's true. And I do under, I understand uh, self-medication. Um, that's a slippery slope. Um I understand rage. I understand, uh, you know, all of the same, thing. isolation. Mm. Uh, As soon as I start to isolate, I know that that's that's gonna be a trigger at some point. Mm. So I have to stay active in the community. I have to keep, uh, you know, working uh, and being of service. And I think that, that is a huge component.
2: Now, where is Project Resiliency? Where does it take place?
3: it can be it can be anywhere but some of the the programs that we've implemented are uh, more California based.
2: Okay. And you can find it at projectresiliency.org. Excellent. Now, other things you can find of yours online is this artwork which we're here for and right. uh, you get a couple gallery showings in the DC area and in fact across the country. Tell me about art. Um how did you get into doing that? Obviously, you're a drummer, you're on concert tours. Was this something you just chose to pick up in your spare time to fill the void when you're not playing music?
3: Um, I, I actually came back around to it. Uh, as a kid, I was always really interested in, uh, in in art and just creating, you know, just creating. And then I discovered music. Um, so, you know, that took a little bit of backseat. I started getting more into uh, photography and then uh, more recently, uh, my youngest daughter, uh, I started painting with her and realized that uh, where she goes when she's painting, you know, in that, in the mm-hmm. moment, and, and, and that really sort of heart-based sort of activity where you can't think of anything, you're just in the moment. Mm-hmm. I, I, I went, that's exactly where I go when I play music. So why, why can't I do that when I, when I paint? And when I started to paint in that way, Of just being in the moment, that's when the magic happens. So, you know, it was, uh, I mean, it's great and it's a lot less physical than playing drums, I'll tell you. (laughs) Is she
2: a tough critic when you're painting with her? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That does not look like an octopus.
3: No, No, she sounds like one of you.
1: (laughs) 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 That's awesome.
2: I think it's very special that you key in on the fact that your mind does go somewhere. And, you know, we talk again, about the wounded warriors, or we talk about veterans in general, but you don't have to be wounded. You don't have to have had an injury. You don't even have to have like any specific reason because life doles out trauma and drama. And being able to find that quiet place, find that activity that makes that part of your brain tick.
3: Yeah. is so cathartic and it just heals you. I think it's really important and we really encourage that. You know, um, you know, some vets would uh, be like, oh, I used to draw or I used to paint or I used to do this or I used to love going into nature or whatever. Right, right. All these things are great because it creates a situation that is either A, bigger than yourself or um, it creates a situation where you feel important again. You, 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 you're kind of, you know, reinventing yourself. And I think it's it's important to do that. You know, find other things that that, that make you feel good about yourself.
2: It's sort of funny you say that. I was going to wear my grunt-style shirt No, today. it's great. I love it. And, <laughs> and I kind of pride myself because, like, you know, as a Navy guy, it was not all that accomplished. I mean, you're not sitting next to a former admiral. That's for damn sure. <laughs> um, I, you know, I was an enlisted grunt, but, uh, you know, I didn't have any major accomplishments. And, and when I look back now, you know, I keep trying to judge myself. Like, well, was I a good this? Was I a good Navy guy? Was I a good journalist? And I realized that the title I wear most proudly more often than not, as dad, and yeah. I wish more people got that—not just the veterans, but more people that are going through the stress of life realize that hey, sometimes just being a dad. I mean, when I strut through the Home Depot and I can find stuff and I know mm. right where the weed killer is, or I—you know no, I can, absolutely, I can find a wrench in under ten minutes. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a bad, bad man.
3: You know what? <laughs> it, it, same, same goes for moms as well. It's like you know, I, I really uh, the term. Just a housewife just really blows me away because the times when my wife goes away and she works, uh, you know, um, she's a singer, songwriter. She's very talented. But um, when she goes away, I'm I'm both. And my daughter the other day, she accidentally called me mommy. And I said, I said, it's okay. I said, you know what? When when daddy's away, mommy is mommy and daddy. You know, and we're, we're a team and that's how we roll, you know. So, you know, I'll pick up, I'll pick up the slack, you know, where, when mommy's not here. So it's cool.
2: I'd love to see what uh, Rick Allen, the housewife, looks oh God. like. That's a- <laughs> no, one day she, she came downstairs,
3: she said, Daddy, I think you need to tidy the kitchen. It's <laughs> starting to look like a bachelor <laughs> I'm
2: sure. Well, your art helps support project resiliency. Your art also helps people, uh, you know, just feel good when they can have a piece of your artwork. Uh, It's at the Wentworth Galleries this weekend in Washington, D.C. There's one in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, and uh, one in Montgomery County, Maryland. All right. uh, At the uh, Montgomery Mall, Westfields, Montgomery.
3: Both really nice malls. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I can honestly say, there was a moment, my high school's right next to the mall where you're going to show in Maryland. and. I'm not gonna lie, there's a couple moments when you may have made me late for class. When we may have been <laughs> I Taking a couple fault laps that. around the parking garage, yeah. listening to some <laughs> Def Leppard back in the day, trying to <laughs>
1: trying to, <laughs> try to put a make on something,
2: You know, it was your fault, buddy. It was oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Now, what you couldn't see there was uh Rick putting his thumb and forefingers together like I was uh smoking a little Mary Jane, and that was reaching over like I was trying to get a kiss. <laughs> Do you have a favorite piece that's in this collection that you're
3: Right now, I did a, a Neil Peart uh, right right after when I oh, when I heard. Yeah. You know, out of all the people, out of all the drummers, he's probably you talk about me being inspiring. You know, he inspired so so many drummers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man, man, yeah. 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 Oh, so so anyway, I did a I did a really nice big piece, and um, it's actually here in in, in DC. Oh, you? cool. So,
2: Hold the bidding on that one. I want to get in on that action because uh, I fancy myself a little bit of a drummer myself. So cool. I would like to uh,
3: That's great.
2: do that. Rick Allen, I could talk all day, man. For all the stuff you've done for the veterans, uh, for all the stuff you've done in the mental health space, for helping us feel better, and uh, for all the inspiration you give through art, uh, I can't thank you enough.
3: That's cool, man. I awesome. really appreciate it. Good to meet you, brother. All right, and you too. You can see all of Rick's artwork
2: by going to WentworthGallery.com and owning a piece of it will also help our veterans through the work of ProjectResiliency.org. You can also hear this full episode at ConnectingVets.com. Look in the audio section for CBS Eye on Vets. I'm Phil Briggs. Join me again next weekend for more great veteran stories on CBS Eye on Veterans. so that does it for this week's show thank you for listening now we'd love to hear from you so follow us on twitter at ion veterans or you can reach me at phil briggs vet i'm always down to get your hot takes and spicy memes and i'd love to talk to you every week so please like and subscribe hell even give us a review of the show because the comments and reviews really help us tailor the show to you Again, I'm Phil Briggs, Navy veteran and reporter with ConnectingVets.com in Washington, D.C. And I look forward to talking to you again on another episode of CBS Audio's Eye on Veterans.
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Eye on Veterans ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey.
1: Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast